Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! Marketing Money Podcast. It's marketing. It's money. It's a podcast. It's Josh Mabus and your boy John Oxford. Yeah, and we're here. And What's your posture right now? My posture is. Don't describe it. My posture is funky chicken. Okay. Is that good? It wasn't mean. Is it? Is it? Josh is all about the details. You can't just come in here and like stretch and relax. You got to be in a, doing something you want me to do. I can't just move around. Don't a little act bit, like you're not judgmental. Be comfortable. Like you're not a, a picker of nits. No, I'm not a picker of nits. I've never picked anything. <laughs> oh, so today we need a topic. Yeah, we got one. We do. Yep. What's our topic? So, friend, colleague, client, Josh Shapiro of Ohio. Sounds like a powerful attorney. It, it does. I don't know if he's a JD or not. I've never asked. Huh. But that's a good segue. He gave a great idea on a on a call earlier. And his boss, by virtue of employment law, who is a JD, said he actually owns the idea. Mike Miller says he owns the idea. So I'm leasing. Great three point jump shot. Leasing. Mike Miller can shoot the rock. <laughs> yeah, different Mike Miller. But yeah. Okay. Where was he? Was in the background of um, of some of the like his early years were in the last dance. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about last dance in every podcast for the rest of the year. It's just so good. It's, just it's the only media we got. It's, it's the, the only show. Josh made a point we're talking through some marketing for them and said Josh Shapiro Josh you're not talking Shapiro. about yourself in third person yes not talking about myself in third person then I call myself Frank yeah we're exploring some ideas and he said you know the traditional way that we've approached business the relationship banking the um, handshake the the take them to lunch the golf tournament the center of influence lunch the, this and that signature events in the post covid-19 world are going to at least be slow starting up if non-existent for really the foreseeable future. So he said, you know, used to, you know, pre-COVID our marketing was intended to invite someone to that event, but the real heavy lifting was on the event. So marketing had this passive role and made the point that in the new environment, marketing is going to have to do the heavy lifting because we're not going to have that event, that interstitial sort of event, right? That interaction and I, I thought that was a good point um in uh, that, that might help other other bankers out there realizing that their role if, if you felt very passive which i think bank marketers well we're at go, a time feel like a like facilitators we're going from human networking to digital networking yeah and avatorial networking uh, so the networking has changed and yeah bank clients can still do appointment banking in some markets yeah. and some they can't well it's not this not the appointment, but like how you got how you how got you got the know, business and how, how you, you got, got to know to your know customer has changed. I think everyone sees Zoom meeting or virtual, and those words now just give you heartache every time. Well, I think like, we've got some serious. Fatigue. I've I got I, fatigue. I, I mean, I think it's just I'm starting to get silly. I saw one of my employees today for the first time in seven weeks. Came in for a meeting, and I was like, "Oh, I like I just what the this is awesome! I get to see you again." And given we're still social, I get super weird now. We're doing like, stuff, but I was just like, "Use it." But I'll sit point, and just talk. Like, you know, yeah, that's what. That's, honestly, that's what we did. We just talked for a while, 
and it was probably a waste of time on the on the business clock. But nah, it was it was catching up. It was catching up. Uh, but to your point, I, I think that's why uh, and where marketing is going to have to come in with everything from the pardots and the and the technical tools to being able to really. How do you provide an opportunity for your bankers to get in front of people that they no longer have anymore? I'm saying before that. I mean, automation has a definite role, but I mean, this is what I guess the rest of the world has known and our sort of bankerly prejudice towards marketing. Or against marketing. Uh, yeah, against marketing. Where it's, no, it's built on relationships, which in our last podcast we do say relationships come back, but how do you begin to build a relationship when you can't see a person Yeah, in, a, in an informal setting? I need an appointment to do a new a new bank. So what do you do in that informal setting? You build rapport. You listen. You provide maybe some early value. What I'm trying to say, and then the idea that, that Ms. Shapiro sparked in me, was that how profound that statement was that all that heavy lifting that's done over three rounds of golf, five dinners, family meetings in the living room, all of that... Not, not that you're not going to do it, but a lot of that has to go out. That value that has been provided has to move up, and the communication of value has to move up into advertising. Again, automation, all that, but just the initial engagement, needs aren't disappearing. People still need business. If they're still in business, they still need business loans. I'd say needs are actually appearing. And focusing and coming into sharp contrast. So not only that, you're going to have to help your people pivot bank marketer and understand that that argument not that it's not really your marketing that's not what brought that client in it was my relationship it's going to begin shifting the other way you are going to bring in leads to that bdo lo whatever and you're you're gonna that that that's not gonna have gonna be an adversarial relationship you're really going to have to coordinate with those individual lines of business. Brand storytelling's always been a, a big part of what we do, and I think it's going to be even bigger now uh, because they can't go, as you said, to the golf course or to the, the dinner and sit there and tell them all these stories. It's going to have to be done through content and through distribution of content. So I think marketing gets a bigger place at the table. The community bank's main power and even a regional bank's main power is the people they hire and their ability to bring in relationships and develop business and you, they're kind of wounded in that, and not that they didn't. They did an awesome job, or we did as an industry, an awesome job with the Triple P process, and probably you probably touched on every client you had over the last eight weeks. You yeah. pro- and so, uh, At least in some, do you need help? What are you thinking? Yeah, you did. And But again, get together after work, let's grab a coffee, let's do this. That's kind of all on pause right now. I mean, somewhat, some places are opening up a little bit. Let's don't be tone deaf to the fact that some markets are opening up. Yeah. The approach has to be different, and to your point, I think this is where marketing really gets to show its value in that, yeah, we, we brought these contacts in, we created this story that raised awareness, and now you know, consumer banking uh, through digital is jumping up, so people are gravitating to it's that. It's going to be virtual. Opening accounts that you've way. You've got to show value. You've got to show relationship. You've got to show that virtually, and you've got to get out there. <laughs> I saw a, a billboard, probably shouldn't say because I think probably listen, but like we bank on your success. Your message is going to have to get better in the new era. Well, that's that, that, that doesn't say anything. It's got to say, what am I going to provide you? And be much more overt and direct about that value proposition. Well, if we wanted to talk about that message, and I don't even know who it is, but uh, to the message of that, we bank on your success. Means like we make money well, off That means we're success. making money off your success. Well, what if I'm not successful because I've had to have my 
doors closed because I'm a restaurant for the past are you gonna eight per- weeks. Are you going to participate in me finding success again? Yeah, I, I don't like that message. Yeah. I, well, first of all, I think it's it's almost it's just too like it's not even cliche. It's just too just way bank on your like. It's just using some words. It's words that you think someone would want to hear. To that point, it's got to be value driven, and that's why we're knocking that. It's not a value driven message. It's not. What are you going to do for me? Because look, PPP, all that stuff did not rescue the economy. A present and present, future looking and active focus on commerce is what's going to maintain our economy. Too many businesses are closing. So I had a weird situation. Uh, I think I talked about it in the last podcast because it was right before it. I had an in person meeting was a great meeting but the the opening and close was weird because you know no handshakes no hugs no you know whatever you know nor normalcy of haven't seen somebody in a long time whatever it was sit across in a big conference room but then i went out to eat ate lunch for the first time post covid in a restaurant and it was well, we're not still post we're not post covid but post reopening of COVID, rest- yeah post quarantine <laughs> i ate in a restaurant and it was surreal Everybody, you know, obviously everybody had mask on. You're eating, so you can't have a mask on. There is a municipality that required mask on in restaurants. And they had to pull that back because it doesn't make any sense. You got it. Anyway, we had great service, great, great service. But I mean, I look around like, how can they sustain this? You're at thirty percent capacity, and and, the only, and just so you know, the reason I did, I, I would have actually erred on the side of caution, but I was in another town and I had to eat. Yeah, and really didn't want fast food in the car. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I get it. I think the shift is huge, and how marketers adjust the shift. Again, provide the story of what your bank can provide value. Maybe those restaurants, if they're a customer, you're getting gift cards. I know this is old now. The gift card thing's old, but it's an example. So, yeah. how are you helping those customers that can't conduct business the way they used to? And I think if marketing can help with that story, you're going to be provide value. You've got to move from the transactional messaging, and your bank has to make sure it is not transactional in its actions. And but so, we bank on your success, Josh. Exactly. To that point, you have to be a participant in that success. And that's what I'm looking for in any of my relationships. Oh, you want to be here and get paid when I am successful? Cool. Well, there are a lot of banks that would plug into that, but... Can you and your bankers find ways, then can you as the marketer articulate how your bank is uniquely, whether it's through individual testimonials, hey, here's how we found help this person find success. If you're an active participant, you can communicate how you're an active participant in your client's successes, that will pay off now. And then those long-term stories, long-term lifetime customer value will absolutely pay dividends. So in that side, there's a little bit of getting smaller but also in the digital side for retail, there's the expansion of b- bringing that value further out. Like of all the bank accounts you can get, we're one of them. <laughs> that type messaging that your headline can translate into that. And look, it's tough. I know I do this every day, but also I'm probably one of the world's best at writing bank headlines. I don't know. Probably take the over on that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Modesty Marking Podcast. Modesty Marketing Podcast. I'm just kind of tired of, like, I'm so proud Bobby's in here. He produced some of these videos. Like, we put out great, great COVID spots, wrote great copy with the with the staff, and did the right stuff. And I'm just kind of tired of mediocre messages out there. They're like, that are, of all the banks, we're one of them. Well, if they're not your clients, you should love like, them. Well, yeah. Oh, that was the joke, is that we were going to give all bad advice publicly. 
And then when you hire me, then I give you, then I say, no, don't do it that way. I actually do it this way. It's not really true, but. Frank Underwood showed up for this podcast, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) And he is now giving advice that you shouldn't take. No, no. But bring that value, whether it's us or somebody else, because we're not necessarily going to take on a whole lot of new clients. Find somebody that can help you extend that value beyond your doors. Find that value and extend it. Interesting that you say that because that's basically almost a chapter in the book that I recently wrote. Segway. Well, I thought about it because it reminded me of it, of the the four C's, because the four P's are are dead from uh, 101 marketing class. And now it's all about content, connection, conversion through campaigns. And in that, I do the grade eight of uh, connection. And one of the grade eights uh, for every chapter has eight points that you need to reach when you're doing your marketing. Uh, the book's called No More Next Time. Buy it on Amazon, 1999. At your, and not uh, next, like the thing between no, your head not next, and your next like NEXT. Oh, I No More Next this. Time by John Oxford. Let me finish my story. Okay, go ahead. But one of the points in the great aid of connection is you must provide value and you must make someone care. Why should they care about banking with you? And that was to your point of the sea of sameness and bank on your success and all this mm-hmm. stuff. You have to make them care and you have to show value. Agreed. And so every, when you whiteboard your campaign, what's the value we're giving? Because I see a lot of it. Banging your success is not a value. Nope. So what no. was your story? You had a... Tune in next time and I'll tell you the joke. Next time we get the joke. Next time. That's a hint. There is a next time? Yep. There is. In my story, there is. All right. Well, short run today because uh, we got to move on to actual work because we're getting slammed over here. So no more next time. Marketing Age of Distraction on Amazon or Kindle. And Mabus Agency at MabusAgency.com. Look them up if you need help with your bank marketing. First one we've ever really, adverti- really advertised for ourselves on here. Yeah. But people know us. Why not? Well, they know us anyway. They know us anyway. So it's no big deal. Yeah. Appreciate you. Thank you. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mabus Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.